record. up everybody welcome back to the 956 abv podcast very special uh fucking episode today um first of all let me say uh i'm riding on this show solo today andy is expecting his new baby raiden pretty soon so um he won't be here for the next couple episodes guys however we do have a special guest on today's episode. We've got Matt. There you go. It's Matt. It's Matt. There you go. Two T's. Two T's. Two T's. T-T. Yeah. We've got Matt in the house, everybody. Matt is coming straight out of Death Lane. Uh, man, when was the last time y'all did a show, dude? Uh, oh, shit. May 2019. Damn. It's been a chubby minute, man. Yeah. Like, it's been, a, like, yeah. It was a show at Yerb, and we, like, it was a kind of a blot show. It wasn't our best show. But our best, best show that I can think of is going to have to be the time we played Cine. Cine Re. That was oh, okay. Yeah, probably yeah. Probably the best we've ever sounded. That was awesome. And it's on video somewhere. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Dude, no lie. Like, because um, lately, like, when you sent me stuff, like, and I had been telling friends about it too. Yeah, go for it, man. On the other episodes, I had uh, brought up, uh, you know, Death for Land a few times. They were like, well, that's a dope uh, fucking bad name. I'm like, yeah, fucking, it actually is pretty fucking dope, dude. And it's, uh, it's, a, it's like a little um, shout out to Aaron. Oh, okay. Yeah, because Aaron was uh, Aaron. By the way, is uh, the guitarist of the band for sure. Yeah, we've uh, we've met. Well, I've mentioned him a few times up on here too. Uh, slugs, slugs. Yeah, yo, slugs. I don't know if you listen to Pe- this. Peace out. Shout, I mean, shout, uh, out. shout out, slugs. <laughs> peace out. But anyways, I'm high, man. Slugs was born dead. Oh, that is he was, so yeah, gnarly. Like he was born with. I think he was born with him. The umbilical cord around his neck. Like, I don't know if that was him oh, or his brother. Shit. I think it might. I think Aaron was just born dead. Damn. So when we were kids, he used to joke around and be like, uh, saying something like, "Oh, I can't die. I gave it up for Lent." And you know, he would say that all the way from elementary, and then up until we were jamming, and we didn't have a band name. It must have been like almost going on a year of us just practicing, and we still didn't have a band name. And Aaron said something, and he he ended the sentence with like, "Oh, too bad," because I gave up death for Lent. And then I kind of just stood there, and I was like, "That's a badass name." And yeah. And because what, whatever, every time I'd be like, "Hey, let's name the band this," somebody else would be like, "No, let's do this." <laughs> oh, how about this? This sounds badass. Yeah. That was the first time where I said, "Let's call the band Death for Lent," and everybody was just quiet. Everybody was just kind of like taking it in. Absorbing and, it, like, and, and then, like, for the first time ever, yeah, heads were shaking. And then we were kind of like, yeah, 
dude yeah, it's a fucking funny. badass fucking name dude so, and now cool like a lot of us i especially didn't know the fucking backstory to that yeah. so that's super cool so like i used to say on stage sometimes i used to be like oh we're death for lent uh we gave up death for lent 30 years strong <laughs> <laughs> that's pimp dude so yeah like every lent every lent holiday is that i guess is death for lent holiday death for lent yeah yeah man yeah nah man i really want to start playing uh, a lot of chatter between the guys to get it going, but hopefully soon. And who would be the drummer if y'all? Because I actually got to drum for you guys. Yeah. Uh, well, just for practice, really. But it was fun, man. It was hella fun. Because before that, all I was doing was DJing for a good old chubby year. I like how you use that word, <laughs> chubby. And that's all I did for a bit, dude. And how did that happen? How did like, well? Um, it was just hard keeping a band together, really. No, I mean, like, how did? Because I, I know there was Rudy. Oh, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Rudy was in and out. And then then you popped up. I don't know. Did we reach out or did we bump Somebody reached out. I can't remember who, though. It probably was Aaron, if anything. Yeah. And I remember just like, damn, man. Like, I'm fucking like, hell yeah, dude. Like, because, I mean, drums isn't my strong suit, you know. But I, I can keep a beat, like, you know. And I'm probably better than Rudy. Hey, I'm sorry, Rudy. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm kidding, dude. Rudy, Rudy's gotten a lot Ru- better Ru- over Ru- the years. Rudy has his strengths and his weaknesses. Yeah. His strength were his double bass pedals. Oh, okay. I still haven't really heard a lot of drummers play the way he did. His weaknesses were his rolls. His rolls? And oh, he, and his fills. Yeah, and, yeah. And he knew it, too. That was the worst part. Yeah. yeah, it was very robotic. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, I heard that a few times. Actually, well, on the YouTube videos, man. Yeah, uh, I was because uh, y'all have some like performing at like a. I think it was at your house, like at a like a house party type scene. Yeah, that was actually our first show. Oh yeah, we were together for a whole year before we played our first show, and my our first show was at my house. That's but dude, your house was like the like home for like a I, lot of. That's one of my biggest regrets is not throwing shows in my house yeah i I mean you had the space for it man i just didn't have the connections yeah you know what i mean and that's one thing i've learned especially now in today's i guess local music industry you could say yeah it's all about who you know it really is man and like playing and shows and and doing that stuff it kind of got me out of my shell you know because i i would take it upon myself like i need to talk to this guy yeah i need to talk to this guy and, and let him know who I am, who I play with. So, like, you know, next time a show pops up, he'll reach out. Yeah. And, like, honestly, in the whole valley, nobody can come to mind, like, who's, like, been such a big, like, promoter. Is like the, uh, uh, I, I used to call them the Difflers. Adam, oh, okay. Adam and Danny. Yeah. Uh, I actually still don't know their actual last name. Gonzalez. Gonzalez yeah, Gonzalez. Gonzalez yeah. Okay. Shout yeah. out to them, man. Fucking dope dudes, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, that guy got us a lot of shows. Some of the shows we didn't really fit in, which was fine, uh, and like, like it was like a lot of metal shows, like yeah. like, like thrash metal, like. Yeah, well, like, well, I mean, worst behaviors got that kind of vibe, dude, and um, that's, that's uh, where Danny plays in, right? Danny plays guitar in that one. There you go, yeah, and yeah, like that's a totally different vibe from what y'all do. So, how would you describe the vibe that you guys do? Because I have my way of describing it, and some people have been like, "Oh yeah, I fucking hear that, dude." But how would like you describe it? Like, because you you write the music, right? Um, yes. Well, it's it's like it's like a little bit of everybody. Okay. And that's really what it was about. Like, um, like 
and that, that's another thing like going back to playing shows where we really didn't fit in we tried to write music to cater to some of those scenes okay yeah for example the hardcore scene like our heaviest song is broken promises it's got some really like chunky riffs and some screams and some like breakdowns yeah uh stuff like that so we always played that one we'll play in the punk scene we'll play songs like uh uh binge which is really punk kind of poppy um you know just kind of try to be everywhere and aaron and i probably wrote the majority of the songs bobby wrote some songs too that's cool with uh with some really nice like crazy like bass riffs that he just pull out of nowhere dude because bobby's a guitar player he's a guitar so player. like fucking wailing yeah, on that the, shit the, the the root of the band is actually me and rudy okay. i hit up rudy and i said hey man come over uh let's play and he was like sure yeah i miss playing and he came over and it was such a like an awkwardly slow <laughs> like first practice ever i couldn't remember it i was sitting on a fucking like 12 inch cab that i borrowed from somebody I was playing my my SG, and uh, you know it was like a really slow rendition of a song I wrote like prior to that, and Rudy was just there playing on my drum set, uh, and it was weird for like the first couple of weeks, and then like we got down a little bit. Aaron, Aaron was a little like it had it took some convincing. Hesitant, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was a little <laughs> hesitant when I tried to like pull him in. And it wasn't until, like, he actually... I think Bobby... No, 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 no. It's really hazy, but... It, what I'm getting at is that Aaron came over and actually, like, saw the progress. And, like, I guess him visually seeing it and not actually just talking about it... Yeah. Was made him, like, yeah, I want I want a piece of this. For sure. And, and then I, the part I get confused... Like, I'm sure Aaron, if he hears this, he's going to hate me for this. I can't remember if it was Aaron or Bobby that came in first. I want to say Aaron because, you know, the writing process was me at first. And then I told Aaron, like, hey, get on bass. So Aaron played bass for a little bit. And then further down the road, he said, hey, I got this riff. Let me play. And I would jump on bass. So that's how a lot of the original music got written. Because yeah. it was me and him just switching places. That's cool, though. And, you know, and then Bobby came in. And Bobby was like, man, I, I, yeah, I think Bobby came in second because that's what happened. It was basically like um, me and Aaron wrote music on the guitar. Um, you know, if we're going to have an extra member join in, I'm going to pick up the guitar. Aaron's going to play the guitar because yeah. we're the ones that write the music. So it was basically Bobby giving an ultimatum. Him too. Like he just, <laughs> him seeing us doing it made him like, fuck, I want to jam. I want to fuck it, yeah. And he, we were just like, well, you know, I know we know you're not a bassist, but... You can play bass. Yeah. And he was like, fuck it. Fuck it. At first, I think for a while, he hated it. He Probably. Hated, he hated it. And, and, you know, he'd always, like, after practice was done, he'd pick up our guitars and fuck with them. But then, like, after a while, he really, like, fell in love with the instrument. Yeah. I mean, it's because going from guitar to bass, it almost feels like if it's uh, like a slap in the face. But it's 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 not. Like, you know, it's, it's another instrument that you can rock even harder than some guitar players rock you know like cliff burton was a really good bass player from metallica uh he fun fact he died when i was born september 27 1986 7 a.m he died i came in Damn, but uh so you're, you're, you're almost like the reincarnation of, of 
I, I like to say that, man. Like, it's kind of creepy because, like... You know who died when I was born? The the guy who played the Scarecrow on The, the Wizard of Oz. Oh. Yeah, so I guess I'm that guy. You're a Scarecrow. <laughs> Makes sense. I can see that now. Hey, man, wait. Let's dip into this fucking beer, dog. Yeah, I was wondering when we were going to talk about it. My bad, my bad. Cheers, I'm already guy. almost done with it. It's, uh... It's kind Ooh. of like... That's fucking good. If uh, if an IPA and a mimosa made love, I feel like this yeah. is what it would be. It's very citrusy. It's not like too bitter. It goes down pretty fucking good. What's the name of that one? We've got um, Notice the Lotus Hazy IPA from Absolution Brewing Company. I would really man, like to be the guy who comes up fucking beer. with these names. Right? Do the designs, man. Like they got like a, a nine inch nail. Yeah. Whatever the fuck is that, that, what that is? is. I don't know. Uh, but it says it's got the hops in it are Mosaic, Idaho 7, and Lotus. I have no idea what the fuck that is. It's a 6.5 ABV. Okay. So. All right. Get on with that. Yeah. It, it doesn't taste too. You know, like I was like, it's not very bitter. Like, it, there's some that are very boozy, like a fucking four logo type of finish Jeez. where it lingers on your mm. tongue. That shit's gross, man. We've had some pretty bad beers on this fucking pod. <laughs> I, I I almost wanted to do that. Like I was like, let me take something I fucking hate. <laughs> yeah, man. And see what he says, dude. Uh, no. Well, I mean, I'm always down for anything, but we tried a a pizza beer. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. We were at uh, the eatery and um, we uh, we interviewed Miguel, the owner. Uh, shout out Miguel, man. He's a pretty dope, dude. And uh, well, we had all these beers that uh, a homie, actually, Langley, uh, had sent us from Houston. And, dude, that beer, I was excited about it. I was like, ooh, because I fucking love pizza and shit. But by the time we started recording, the beers had been sitting out, like, maybe, like, an hour or two. So, like, the temperature was down, bro. And, like, a stout, like, dark beers, like, shit like that, like, you can drink those room temperature. Like, uh, IPA or especially, like, a fucking pizza beer. Like, you would want to drink that cold. So, by the time we got to it, it was, like, room temperature, dude. And it tasted like straight-up marinara sauce. Mm. Yeah, with, like, vodka in it. Because wow. you can taste the alcohol. It was fucking gross, dude. It's like a fat boy's Bloody Mary. Dude, I mean, I would imagine <laughs> maybe a concoction with it, like mixing it with another beer or like making like a some sort of a fucking michelada or some shit, but it was gross, man. That was nasty. Well, it was just pizza beer? Who, who made it? I forget the brewery, but um, I think they're from Texas. Okay. And I was just like, that. damn, man. I'm like, that's fucking gross, man. Make a brisket beer instead, <laughs> dude. That would fucking be crazy. Oh, right now, the big trend is... Pickle. Everybody's oh, yeah. trying Everyone's. to make pickle beer. Have you tried that? Yeah, I've tried a lot of them actually. Which uh, one's your favorite? Uh, top two, number two being the best made one by. Um, oh, Martin House. Yeah, Martin House makes yeah. that one, and Big River has to be number one. Really? Yeah. Cool. Uh, that one has been like the best one, and my first one that I got. I, I feel like they're the guys that might have started that that trend yeah i i when it was first coming out i'm sure it still happens like they have lines like, like yeah like 
before they had like Lots. limits like you can only take like two cases i think and um, i think like somebody ruined that for everybody like yeah. some guy probably went in and bought like the whole batch or like half of it i went uh my homeboy eddie um he's uh he's a uh, he does tattoos and shit but i recently got him into like craft beer so like now he goes crazy dude like you know like buying and uh he goes for those pickle beers a lot for the big river ones and uh one day we went and like we saw these dudes like with a shopping cart with like four of them and i was like uh oh well that's their limit and then the guy the guy heard me say that because i like said it real loud i'm looking at them like what the fuck and i'm like oh but that's their limit because they were like two each i guess and the guy's like oh there's no limit bro and we looked like at each other fucking eddie walked out with like 24 pack of fucking pickle beer dude at, at h-u-b yeah at yeah. the one over here on cage h-u-b didn't have a limit it was the actual brewery Oh. That had the limit because they had people like waiting on their oh, cars. Oh, okay. For, like, you actually went to the brewery then. Yeah, I went to the brewery. I got in line. It must have been like three, four blocks, uh, like of cars. Yeah, I, me- I remember seeing those live videos of people like you know in the line or just passing by and shit. Like, yeah, it even got up to a point where like I think the police had to get involved, like like to uh, I guess like traffic, like navigate, yeah. navigate the people. That's and, crazy. And it, it's that's awesome though that it's that that kind of support is going out to a local brewery. Definitely, dude. Um, I actually tried the best made first. That was the first one I ever tried. Uh, I tried it in. 2019 like late 2019 um a girl that uh i was dating at the time she's huge on craft beers and um she had won those she won two of them in a raffle and um like on a craft beer page on facebook and uh so she joined the raffle won these pickle beers that were like brand spanking fucking you and we tasted it it was fucking good dude i was like bust out the hot cheetos dude (laughs) yeah Hot Cheetos and pickles. I mean, hot Cheetos. I'm sorry. Hot Cheetos and popcorn. Oh yeah, dude. That, that's, Fuck yeah. That's, that's like the ultimate snack, dude. Like with a ooh, that's like movie night shit, dude. Like ooh. Yeah, that's how. It, that's what really got me into it. Like, we first got it. It was just like, oh, let's see what it's about. And then like, we actually did that combination: hot Cheetos, uh, popcorn, and then that beer, and then movies. And it, it was just like kind of. It, it became a ritual for a couple months, like. You know, we needed that. Like it, it's fizzled out a little bit. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not like there's there's like three, four best maids in my fridge, and they've been sitting in there for like two or three weeks. <laughs> yeah, man. Sometimes I'll have like craft in my shit. I won't touch it, dude. And I'll just go and buy like little like Miller lights and stuff. Yeah. You know, like recently it's become one of those things that like I have somebody who comes over and they've never tried it before. I'm like, here, man, try it. Like, it's, it's it's dope. Like. Yeah. Yeah, man. And and a lot of people like and it's funny that you say that cuz when I was introduced to this craft beer world, um it was actually uh by that girl, my ex, and she was like, no, like she was like, "Hey, let's go to a beer share. Have you ever been to a beer share?" I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" Excuse me. And she's like, "Well, everybody like, you know, a group of people get together and they all bring like craft beers um and everyone takes a glass and, you know, like everyone's just pouring up like sampling and you know barbecuing whatever like some people do like you know those little weird fancy trays or whatever but uh yeah so the first one i ever went to shout out to carlos if uh if he listens uh that was the first time i ever met him dope dude he had these crazy beers dude from fucking houston a fruit ninja it tasted like a goddamn slushy dude it was fucking amazing like crazy fucking beers and i just i fell in love dude and i was just like damn and everybody's just busting out because these beers are expensive dude like 
and the the idea of everybody like not seeing oh I, I don't know man i dropped like 12 bucks on this little can here you know like nobody said shit nor thought like there was no negative vibe dude it was so cool that everyone was just busting out all these amazing beers so when we started this podcast that was kind of the idea because andy and i were already doing this like we would hit up holiday or you know feldman's you know anywhere that we can find craft like shout out to holiday I oh yeah dude I, like that's still the only place i know that they'll they're down for you to just like pick apart the packs exactly you yeah know what i mean because like, feldman's lets you build your own single like sixer yeah, or whatever they, but it's for the designated single area just, yeah but you know holiday you know uh they straight up i've gone in there and just opened up a box of a case just yeah. to grab one beer and i'm just like and, and they don't like they look at you like like i'm looking at them like <laughs> yeah, oh, I, do do and they're just like <laughs> what the fuck like, yeah cause you can't do that anywhere else yeah man. you can't just like cause that's another thing with crafts it kind of pulls back to the pickle thing you know it it, it, it you kind of have to like just have one of at a time like yeah like, you can't really buy like a six pack of a craft beer and just down it cause I feel like it's not really appreciating the craft you know? and, yeah exactly, and the palate. exactly. The pal- you gotta like you know try it every now and then get one like this get one like that you know the whole downing like six in one sitting and that that's what like domestics are for and there you go yeah, man because um like you go to a like a restaurant right like there's like smoking moon and they have like uh flights you know like and that's where they have those little sample cups you get like uh one of each different craft beers you want like shit like that's dope dude mm-hmm. i have a little flight set actually for when we have like more guests and shit like you know that like there's so much beer for so many people the they're like that size so we'll use those for for like a big episode like that yeah they got them where i work yeah right. okay yeah there you go the little yeah. flights yeah and, and like this y'all have craft beer there yeah dude that's, what it's yeah um where i work uh it's basically it is like it's that's that's where i saw a lot of these beers that i i brought over today like the okay, belching cool. beaver yeah i didn't know about belching beaver until i started working there and they have me doing the beer inventory and i'm looking at all these new beers i've never seen before uh a lot of familiar faces but some that i'm just like what the fuck like, what the that? fuck is this shit and one of that was it was the belching beaver i think it's called peanut butter milk stout <sighs> that one's really good you dude. got it oh yeah that, like i'm really curious to what that is i used to be a really big stout guy uh but like i don't know i think i overdid it and like shot my palate like my palate happens my, dude. my palate's always changing yeah with when it comes to beer um back in the day uh, I I the, my my fucking I was a regular at the drive-through there down my, on my street the Michelada. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and they would be like, dude, like you're buying a different beer every time you come. <laughs> and I'm like, so it's like everybody who comes in here, they're always like Miller, the same Bud shit, Light, yeah, Miller, Bud Light, like repetition. And like I'm I was like the only one keeping their stock kind of like rotating yeah to the point where they were like hey man is there anything you want to try do you want and in here and i was like dude get shiner bach in here and i'll come and buy it and they got shiner bach i wish this fucking drive-thru would do that la isla <laughs> yo la isla i know you don't listen but fuck you now <laughs> but dude because i like lone star like reggie beers that's my fucking favorite lone star uh you know and i go reggie beers. and i'm like yo man I like, like yeah y'all got Lone Star and like no kisses. I'm like, I'm like, hey man, well, if you buy some, 
I'll, I'll come in, you know, I'll come and buy your shit. Like, I mean, I live right fucking here. Like, I don't have to go no they're, further. They're all the same distributors. Exactly. They, so they, just add that to your list. Yeah, that's it. I'll buy it. I'm like, what are you not selling? Take that bullshit out, man. Especially, like, what? You, it, what like, how far from you? Dude, I can, like, it's a hop, skip, and a jump away, right? Is that the same? I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, like, right around the corner, dude. You just, yeah. like, walk. I can go walking, dude. I had to when my fucking Jeep was in the shop. That sucked. Yeah, like, basically, is it going to be that or H-E-B? <sighs> and then you got to drive all the way out there to get you know, an H-E-B. Line, find a parking spot. And then you go, and then the beer's not even cold. Because the H-E-B and Audible never has cold beer, dude. I'm like, fuck this shit. Like, yeah. you need to put this with the meat so it can <laughs> fucking stay cold, dude. Because they ain't got no fucking cold beer. Yeah. Speaking of cold beer, let me go grab another one, man. Okay. Like, all this shit, like, gets edited out. Okay. You want anything specific? Uh, no. Oh, shit, let me grab my phone, please. Let me see what the people picked. Yeah, I was going to say, like, then you have, like, a list of things. Let's see. Oh, yeah, the one with the black and... Oh, that was good. Ooh, man, I love this fucking candy. Check this out. Ladies and gentlemen, my wiener small. Ah. <laughs> We've got Send a Helping Hand. It is a, uh, ooh, it is a double foggy, no, it is a double hazy foggy IPA. <laughs> Cloudy. La verga. Cloudy hazy. With a chance on meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> It is uh, out of Humble Sea Brewing Company. Man, all the, so far, these brewers never fucking heard of them, dude. Um, it is a foggy IPA, double dry hopped with cashmere, rewaka, and citra. Okay. At uh, 7%. I don't know, man. I'm fucking excited. The can looks cool, dude. Like, that's what I like the most. Fucking black. I've never seen that shit. Not even monster. Smells fucking good. Getting me excited. Smells yummy. The anticipation is killing me. Dude. The cotton mouth is killing me. <laughs> oh, that's man. Good. So that's before we snack. start chatting away, let's let's toast. Toast. Yeah, because I think I, yeah, I drank the other one And let's quick. see what happens. Ooh. That one... Okay. It's that got, one's it's uh, got, it has a little bit of that last one, but it's got a hoppy hit at the it's end. It's more hoppy, yeah. Fucking good though. Yeah, I like. I like still, it. still goes down easy. Mm-hmm. There's some like you. I'm pretty sure you've had like El Chingon, right? Yeah. Okay, that corners. one. Yeah. So that one, it, you gotta have a palate for that shit because it yeah, it's not gonna a, go down easy. A palate and a tolerance for that motherfucker. Yeah, that shit'll fuck you up for real. Yeah, I, I've. I've had my fair share of blackout nights with that one. <laughs> Dude, mine was, um, did you ever get Squatters from Walmart? They used to carry it at the Alamo Walmart. I've heard of it. Squatters Brewing, they had a uh, double IPA. It was 9% per 12-ounce fucking can. Dude, one <laughs> night, I was in my fields watching La Bamba and shit, and I drank a 12-pack of that shit. 
I miss I miss fucking up, dude. <laughs> I miss being in my twenties, man, because hearing that nine percent that never phased me. Mm-hmm. Now in my mid going on mid thirties, you hear that nine percent and you kind of just like shit. What am I gonna get myself into? Like, tonight? what's gonna happen? <laughs> Where am I gonna wake up? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, who's gonna be mad at me the next morning? For real, dude. Oh man, I hate those feelings. Luckily. I haven't gotten into shit like that, like in a good while. Cause if you look up my criminal record, it's not pretty. Eh. But I mean, I haven't gotten into some shit like that in a while. But I still wake up with that. What the fuck? And I'm like, okay, I'm home. That. And then I'm like, where's my wallet? Okay, there it is. And I'm like, keys? There it is. Phone? Yeah. I'm oh, like, okay, everything's here. I'm like, I probably crashed the fucking car. I go outside. Nothing, yeah. nothing. There's no. I'm like, something happened. I'm yeah. like, some. You wake up not feeling right, dude, and I yeah. hate that feeling, dude. And you know, I've had my fair share of those nights, and like more than I'd like, honestly. And yeah, the you described it down to the key. Like you know, you you check everything that's going on around, and yeah, you go and you check the car, <laughs> and um, you know, I won't get into details too much but let's say i i lost some of those battles <laughs> oh dude i've lost quite a few man i remember um one time dude I was, I was young dude i was living with my parents and um well i was coming home from a party and i had it i well i mean i had this dream right that like i was driving and like i crashed and i was like oh shit so i wake up right and then um I'm like, that, that felt real. I was like, whatever. And I go outside. Like, my parents are outside all. Like, just, it was like five in the afternoon, dude. And I'm like barely waking up. And I'm going outside. I'm like, what's going on? Like, why y'all looking at me like that? And I'm seeing my car. And there's nothing wrong with it. I'm like, I'm like I didn't crash. I'm like, what, what, what's wrong? Why are y'all mad? And then my dad's like, look, come. So, like, I walk to the to the street, right, at the end of the sidewalk where he's at. I know this story. Oh, dude. I, I go, and, I, and there's, like, this trail of oil, like, all down the road. And then he's like, you know what you did? And I'm, like, looking at the car again. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? And he's like, I don't know how. He's like, but that's you. I'm like, no, no, no. So we look under the car. Fucking oil pan is punctured, bro. And uh, turns out that dream wasn't a dream. <laughs> I think I've heard you say that story Fuck. before. That was horrible, dude. Yeah. That, that was... No, do p- not drink party and drive, days. people. Hell no. It is the worst thing you can do. You can hurt someone or yourself. And even if you don't, it's really expensive. <laughs> it's really expensive and you ruin your life. Uh, you know, a, a, a habit that... Well, like, not, not as of recently because of COVID... Uh, but a habit that me and my friends had is just, I don't know, just parking the car in the middle of the yard and just like, just chilling and drinking, listening to the radio. Like, I think I got to do that once or twice with you one. I think you were showing me, you showed me that David Bowie was the original person that did that one song that Nirvana covers. Oh, uh, the man who's the, ma- the world? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what? You blew my mind with yeah. that shit. I was like, what well, the like, fuck? See, like, I, I didn't know that either. Because if you listen to the song on the radio, they don't they don't um, they don't play the last few seconds of the song, which is basically Kurt saying that was a David Bowie cover, and and I had heard that song on the radio for years, and then for the first time ever, I actually heard like the record, 
where I saw the live performance, one of the two, and he says it at the end, that's a David Bowie cover. And I was like, what? Like, I didn't know that. So I did some digging, and it's it's actually still kind of like a difficult song to find. Like, the original version. You can find the live version really easy. But like studio? But like the studio one is a little difficult. Like, I can't even, like, I'm a pretty big Bowie fan, and I can't think of the album that has that on there. Like, it might have been a single or, or a B-side or, or something. Had to have been, like, a fucking B-side, dude. Like, when you showed it to me, I remember saying, like, dude, it sounds exactly like Nirvana. Because it does, dude. Like, Nirvana didn't really change much about that song other than no. Kurt's raspy voice, you know? Like, it was really good, dude. Yeah, that that's, like, one of my favorite songs, like, both by both artists. Like, either, either version, I'm just like, man... These are fucking awesome. Man, who would have thought, dude, like, Kurt Cobain's covering this, like, amazing artist. They're both passed away, you know, and then uh, here comes fucking Puddle of Mud trying to pay a tribute to fucking Kurt oh Cobain, God, dude. Dude. Oh. dude, that was the cringiest thing, I dude. I you brought that up. Cringiest thing, have dude. you seen the members' faces? <laughs> it's really, really, really bad. It was... And that must have been very uncomfortable for everybody. Yeah, like including what the was people he who thinking? Uh, dude, I, I was very uncomfortable. I don't know, man. I was like, just like that was really bad. Like I needed, really I needed bad. a shower after watching that. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like ah. that, you know. I wasn't ever really a big puddle of mud, mud fan, but you know, the guy had it going for him. Yeah, he like just, he, he had his he own just thing. Fucked it all up. He fucked it all. And up. there were some parts in that cover. Where he didn't sound bad. I was like, uh, but... I'd have to watch it again. <laughs> no, I, I watched it. Like, I watched it. I was like, why did you do that? I'm like, why did you do go that route? I'm like, you were okay. And you just, you wanted to be... What, what song, what was the name of, what was the song that he did? Lithium? Was it Lithium? Lithium, I think it was. I used to cover that song. Oh, man, that was the worst. Dude. Was it Lithium? Like, I can't even see that's well, how bad it was. Let's find out real quick. Or was it? It was the one that goes like, hey, hey. Siri, what song did Puddle of Mud cover from Nirvana? Mm-hmm. Mm. S- stupid smartphone, huh? I'm, I'm going to say it was Lithium. No. I, no I, used to, I used to play acoustic shows before Death for Lent. That about a girl. About a girl. Wow, we were way Just off. look at his face, dude. Oh. Yeah, he shouldn't have done that. Wow. <laughs> God, dude. Oh man, that that that's that was horrible, dude. Mm-hmm. That was bad. Mm-hmm. Post Malone did a good job. What did he do? I don't know what song he did. I forget as well. He but did a Nirvana song. Yeah, you never seen that? I like his song that he did with Ozzy. Oh yeah, I actually do really like that song, and I like the other one. I think it's called Congratulations. Uh, Look, see, he did like a whole stream of covering Nirvana shit. He's even really? wearing, he's wearing a muumuu. Wow, that's cool. I need to check that out. Yeah, dude, he you should, that guy's man. you know, that's that's somebody like like growing up in the '90s, listening to hip hop from the '90s, Tupac, Biggie, Mob Deep, mm-hmm. Master P, make him say uh. oh, <laughs> yeah, dude, you know, like. In the past maybe five, ten years, the rap game hasn't really been impressing me. Like I'm, I'm very picky with what, what what rap I listen to. Yeah. And Post Malone, um, I don't know if you consider him a rapper, but he he's like a all around. 
He's just an artist. Great, great musician. Man. Yeah. Like, you know, I've seen videos of him hanging out in guitar shops. Really fucking like, you know, John Mayer, Mayer and that shit. Like, whoa, I didn't fucking know this guy played guitar. That's that's amazing. Yeah, man. I, that guy's got some fucking skills. I've dude. seen him. I've seen videos of him where he's like 18 and he's fuck. He's got pipes, dude. Motherfuckers got pipes, so you know. Yeah, man, he can sing too. Like, you know, I, like I, that's I, something, man. I respect because... that guy. You know, I might not be into his music, his genre of music, but I appreciate what he does. For, yeah, like just music. Same, bro. Because I, I mean, put put me a couple songs. I'll bob my head to it. You know, like I probably even know the name of a few. But to say like I'm a fan, I couldn't call myself a fan. But do I hate the guy? Hell no. Like he's one of like the truest artists out there right now mm-hmm. doing it. You know. Yeah. And um, so, mad props to that guy, dude. Like, post he's Malone. fucking post mamon. Post mamon. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking good stuff, man. That, that's a cool video, man. It's something to watch for I'll sure. Check it out. Um, but uh, going back to like the band and, and all that stuff, uh, I used to cover Nirvana songs uh, at, at acoustic little gigs I had. Um, playing like my music for the first time ever yeah before i could get anybody into it because um, aaron always thought that like no nah, like he, you have to convince him you have to yeah. show him like oh well, aaron aaron's a very particular man but i mean that's <laughs> just how he that's just how he works so you know that's how he no and you know and and it's worked out you know like you yeah, know for sure you know like that guy too man you know he can play guitar like a motherfucker Oh yeah, and yeah, man. Since we were kids, I forgot who I was telling the other day. I, I might have been Andy. Um, again, shout out Andy. You ain't here, man, but you're here with us in our butts. Ah. <laughs> but uh, maybe your butt. Yeah, he's in my butt. <laughs> I'm in his butt too. You know, I don't know the guy. He needs to at least buy me a drink first. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> he'll buy a few, uh, a, a few drinks for you. But um, I lost my train of thought. Oh. Okay, well, I'll just take it from you. Go for it. I'm fucking <laughs> Music like shows, it. we played the fucking, uh, I played Nirvana covers. And that was my way of, like, getting familiar with the scene. Because I was, like, completely out of it, man. When we used to play Blunt shows, I don't know if you remember this, but after, I wouldn't face the crowd. I yeah, I remember you were always facing, like, the like Rudy, if the, anything. The moment that our set was done, I would walk right out. I remember that. And I used to do that in my first couple acoustic shows. I did that for my first one. My first one was at a place called... <laughs> It'd be funny. You don't even unplug the guitar. You just get up and walk away. You just drag everything. <laughs> oh, no. Actually, now that you mentioned that, no. My first time ever performing, quote unquote, in public... Because I'm a real shy guy, dude. I got like... I used to have like this really bad stage fright. Oh, yeah. I, I did. I did karaoke. And I did a Nirvana song. I think I did Lithium at some bar in Westlake. I just sat there for the longest time. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then I was just like, fuck. I went. I signed up. I was like, this song. And then it was like, Matt's up next. And I was like, holy fuck, dude. Damn it. I was, I'm probably like 26, 25 right there. And now I go up. I do my thing. And moment my song's over, I jump off the stage and I head towards the fucking exit. <laughs> Walked out, like, fucked it, dropped the mic. I'll remember this for the rest of my life, dude. Like, I've, And then on my way out, a guy, 
right at the exit said, hey, man, great job. And I, on my way out, and I was like, holy shit, thanks. <laughs> I, I really feel if it wasn't for that guy saying, like, that you did a good job, I probably would have never done it again. Yeah. And Death for Land would have never happened, and my acoustic stuff would have never happened. Hey, man, well, um, I'm doing an acoustic show next week. Um, I'm, like, DJing in between, like, sets and shit. Uh, they're gonna have a few acoustic perform acoustic. Why do I say it like that? They're gonna have some acoustic performers, uh, and then um, in between that and a R and B set, I'm gonna DJ for like an hour. But if you're down, dude, th- they're gonna be doing more of these uh, types of gigs. I can get you in there, dude. Like for like a little acoustic set. Yeah, I'd be like down at the that. at I the eatery. It. Have you been there yet? No. That's where the that's where this one's gonna be, dude. It's a dope place. Like it's a uh, outdoor, uh, a lot of food trucks, and sometimes there's like a vendor. So it's like a little pulga type of shit. Like it's a dope place. And then the craft is there. Where is this? Uh, in Westlaco. Westlaco. Oh, I like Westlaco. Yeah. Like and, and so the craft there. is there too. And the craft is full of fucking dope craft beers, dude. And uh, pretty pretty sweet place. And a lot of a lot of good food, man. I really need to get back in the rhythm. Like I really need to. Especially with that instrument right there. Me too, dude. Like, I've been fucking like, playing that shit, like, every I, other day. I'm like... I was really happy to see that, like, a couple of videos back that you were playing it. And oh, like, yeah, Not only that, you played a fucking blunt riff. Oh, was, yeah, dude. I was like, this guy fucking remembers that shit? You kidding me? I, I was play like, that Whoa. in my sleeps. Um, uh, funny. Well, I'll get to this in a minute. But, like, um, nah, dude. Like, yeah, for sure. I'd be down. My only thing is I haven't touched my instrument... <laughs> my guitar. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what. I haven't touched my guitar uh, in a, in a, in a in a fat minute, and I need to get back on it. You know, so that would be a great way to light a fire fire under my ass too. Because I, I I had Aaron Sluggy Sluggy. sluggy? sluggy. <laughs> That's nice. Sluggy Poo. He came over. Sweet guy. Uh, he just loves it. He just. I said, "Hey, man, can you come over? We'll we'll drink some beers. Can you restring my guitars for me?" And like, if you ask that to Aaron, that's not even a drag for him. Like, that's not like, oh, I gotta go help this guy. Nah, he's like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" I'll like, be right like, there, yeah. and, he, and he likes it. And he'll like, he'll be restringing your guitar, and he'll be giving you all these little facts and and like things like, "Oh, you gotta string it this way, and you gotta put it that way, or else uh, too much tension or not enough." I'm like, "Cool, dude." We done? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like a 30 minute job putting the like, fucking string? Like, yeah, all right, he, he, just, he just loves it. That's he, cool, he man. He really, really loves it. I uh, seen that, dude. So, you know. Oh, yeah. I finally remember what I was going to say, though. What's that? Um, is that, so like when I started playing guitar, like back in middle school, like that's when we all kind of started picking it up. And uh, I remember for a good minute, for a, a chubby minute, or what was it, a fat minute? <laughs> Another fat Another fat one. Spicy. Um, dude, I was pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. You and were- at one point, I was like, I, I, and I feel, I could say, like, I was better than Aaron, you know. But, dude, Aaron fucking wails way the uh, fuck over me now, dude. Like, uh, What's it called? Um, yeah, I remember that. I remember you, you performed, uh, I think you performed on guitar at some talent show. I don't know if it was middle school or, or high school. Well, I did middle and high school. Okay. So. In middle school, we did two times. Uh, Manny and I, we did... Um, the first time we did Smells Like Teen Spirit with... Um, it was me... Pablo? Pablo. Pablo Trejo. And I think Junior. 
Okay, I know. Junior. I think Junior was one of the. I think he was a singer too. I can't I, remember. I remember I'm Junior. Oh my god. Yeah, must dude. Have been middle school. Oh, dude. Jun- middle Jun- school. Junior used to just like jump up on anything, like dude. like a pedestal. No, and just start, bro. Like, the like, second talent show was worse because like all the preppies picked up instruments. So you had like Nestor. Shout out Nestor. If you listen, bro, you know you're cool now. Like back then, you were a little poser. Ah. <laughs> but um, remember when they started the little blink. 182 shit i was like get out of here bro like fucking get out of here dude but um yeah man good times dude and like you know with aaron there was a time where like his guitar playing was fucking annoying because he wouldn't stop oh okay (laughs) and it was around that time it was around the time where like you two were kind of like the you know right there yeah the fret gods yeah you could say (laughs) of of you know our, our circle of our little crew and um you know you couldn't hang out with aaron in like between eighth grade and probably like the end of his freshman year because he'd always just be in his fucking room practicing covers like always playing covers like whatever he could find damn and he would just play along with it all fucking day to the point where it's just like you don't even want to hang out with the guy like, <laughs> like, like i'm gonna you, go home dude you had, you had a little bit of time to interact with him in between songs like oh okay yeah huh oh yeah great yeah and then he just put his headphones back on and start playing but he like turn around like you're still here Wade. like what the fuck <laughs> yeah motherfucker no i don't know i just hang out there and yeah i mean because it's i mean like it, i liked hanging out there too like at one point aaron started like not wanting me at his house dude because like when he started showing me how to like make beats like that, that was the end of that bro like i was like like when we were doing like alamo raised remember when we did that like i think so uh like our little rapping crew me him and manny it was like the main we were the main three but like bro well, no i don't got on that shit like it was it was funny but so he when he he didn't want to make beats all the time because i'd be like hey Aaron, like let's, let's record let's do this let's do that and he'd be like oh well, i don't have a song and i'm like well let's fucking make one dude and he'd be like well it's not that easy i'm like well show me and he'd be like oh and i'd be like oh dude come on bro like but i i give aaron a lot of thanks dude and props because fucking with fruity loops dude like yeah since those days to now that's what i use like, when i make music to this day i still don't understand it fruity <laughs> loops no way like i didn't have the patience for it uh I just just click fucking beats anywhere and just hope it sounded good and it never did. Nope. <laughs> nah, but, but then like now now there's like so much more like producing programs and like like Ableton is a very popular one and I I get told that I should transition over but honestly dude like Fruity Loops has been doing me good for a long time and there's a lot of big producers that still fuck with it, you know, like cuz why why fix it if it ain't broken you know what i mean like i've 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 had a very hard time understanding all that software like every time it comes to recording anything uh recently with death for lent i i just trust aaron's uh judgment on everything like when we recorded when we recorded our our first ep i guess i can call it an ep demo something i don't know there was like a good chubby amount of songs on there and uh you know, he did all the talking to the guy who was recording us. He did oh, okay. do this, change this here, change that there. Um, and then when we recorded our other, our most recent one, um, which is, I guess, the more legit one, uh, uh, same thing. Even with my, even down to my vocals. Like, I was like, I trusted Aaron, like, all the way. You know, because I didn't understand nothing. 
I'm like, I don't understand any of that. I, Aaron was probably like in a playground, dude. Like he was probably oh, like, yeah. holy shit, like fuck, hey, you don't want to do this, man. Like, dude, the guy that recorded this, his name Aaron, is Aaron. Like he was the puppet. Aaron was pulling the strings, dude. Yeah. Like Richard Richard Charles is his name. Okay, I, I'm pretty sure that's his last name. I don't. He looks Hispanic, but that's a very uh, not Hispanic name. Yeah. But uh, Richard Charles, he's in Westaco. Um, he's got his own recording studio. And he recorded us. He had it all legit, kind of like, you know, like a room like this almost. Uh, um, and we recorded with him. And the entire time, it just, I trusted Aaron with everything. And an interesting thing about that, when recording with that guy, up until recording, we, there was like two months, three months, we were like, we're going to record these amount of songs. And... I was like, we were like, well, let's play them forwards and backwards. Like, literally, we'd play the set forward, and then we'd play the set backwards. Not not like in reverse, but like... That'd be cool, too. <laughs> like, track, track one, two, Even three, like 50 and then instruments we'd play around three, like, two, one. And we did that for like three months, just over and over and over and over again. So when we went to record, we didn't want to spend a lot of money. <laughs> just get in and this, get out. Yeah, because the first Fuck guy we yeah. recorded was... guy. This guy was like, just give me a hundred bucks... Kind of like, uh, remember when we recorded Blunt? Oh, with Tom? You know, it, was, it, it, it was just a flat rate. Yeah. It, it didn't matter how long it took. No, this guy charged by the hour. Damn. So we were like, no, let's fucking knock this out. And we went in there, we knocked out like three drum tracks and a couple of like guitar stuff. And I remember like at the end, Richard, he goes, man, I've never recorded like that much material with one band at one time. Like we were all, we were disappointed. We didn't get all the songs in. We were like, fuck, we didn't get them all in. And he's like, nah, dude, you guys did a lot today. But it was because we fucking... Like, you already we, knew we, your we, shit. We grinded it. Like, we took it upon ourselves that this was work. Like this. Yeah, was, man, it really is. Yeah. It, it's yeah. a commitment, man. Like, you need to make time for, for this music. Because we do it because it takes us away. Like, you know, like I was telling a friend earlier, I'm like, you know, like, I never got into music to like make money you know like it was always because of the excitement of playing you know like the excitement of like people vibe into your songs like shit that you made and wrote you know what i mean like like leaving leaving it behind you know and getting yeah, it out sure. you know what i mean like that's what it's about you know and the guy the guy who recorded our first thing i don't know what they call it i think we had jokingly called it upside down it's the one with the stranger things font on the front oh, okay good and uh uh the guy before we recorded anything he told us you guys need to play like you know like you just said like it's gonna be here forever and you know some kid who does no fucking has no idea who you are is gonna hear it one day and it's just gonna go on beyond you yeah so keep that in mind and record like that and i was like okay cool yeah man like that's a good mindset dude because I mean, you're leaving it out there. You know what I mean? Like, that, you're putting it out there. That first one was really fun to make, man. We we drank and smoked a lot during That's that pimp. first one. That's so cool. That was when, when, like, the guy was just like, give me 100 bucks and, you know, you'll have my whole day. It must have taken, like, 16 hours. A la verga. <laughs> yeah. For 100 bucks? Yeah, for 100 bucks. You know, like, 16 hours given, like, we were shooting the shit half the time. But, no, like, a lot of it was work. And we recorded, like, I think, like, eight songs. Yeah, like a good chunk. Damn. But no, we drank a lot during that time. Uh, going to where you were talking about that beer community or thingy, I wanted to mention oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. I used to do that with 
Aaron's older brother, Isaac. Oh, you okay. Know. Yeah, Isaac. Yeah. I don't know if Isaac listens, but... Shout out, Isaac. <laughs> What's up, bro? And, well, he used to call it... We used to call it Beer Fest, where we would, we, we would take, uh, like, I, Reggie beers. Yeah. You take a Reggie beer, but then you also have to take something crafty. Ooh. The Reggie beers were for you... Like to, the fillers, to, to, yeah. To, ...to slam, and then the craft ones were the ones to share. And that was... That's a, pretty cool. That, that was a thing. And that's how I got into, like... Like, uh, like, what are they called? Whatever's in a green bottle. It's kind of like a skunky beer. Oh, like Heineken? Yeah, like, I got into, like, skunky beers for a while. And, and uh, you know, also, like, crazy IPAs. I think that's how I discovered Chingon. Like Isaac, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Isaac, it, honest, if we're going to talk about crafts, I couldn't be talking about crafts today if it wasn't for Isaac. Because he, he would organize that. He would say, like, nah, man, beer fest. You know, a six-pack of... He didn't say this, but I like it. Reggie beers, <laughs> and then a six pack of something nice. It's got to be something crazy, something we've never tried. And I was like, okay. I think my first one I brought was Red Stripe. Red Stripe. That's uh, a that's a good beer though. I, I yeah, it was the bottle. The bottle got me. Yeah. The shape of it, little, little nubby little bottle. Yeah, man. <laughs> and and it's a and it's just a good lager, man. It's a really good beer. I, I like Speaking it. of good beer, let me go grab another one, bro. <laughs> All right, I'm done Let's with that. Let's see. I think I think we got people. I got. I think we got one more request as far as what the people said. Let me check real quick. Oh, I sent a picture and it's all fucked up. Let me send another one before they get mad at me. Which uh, which iPhone is that one you got? Uh, the 11. Yeah. Did you get that one recently? Recently. Yeah, because yeah. I noticed like because I've been with iPhone for. A while now, and like we texted before, but yeah, I never had like those little interactions that are available. And then I saw it available with you, and I was like, "What the fuck? This guy got an iPhone?" Well, I already had one. I had the the 10s, but I got this one now. Where, where's my phone? Did you know? Do you know about the text messaging like? Uh, like fire, no, the, the fireworks and all that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I, little little things like that. Like the know? slam and all that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Little things like that, I appreciate. Man, this is gonna be a fucking badass beer, dude. Dope beer. Uh, let's see. So the first beer that we drank, that uh, the Lotus one, we had a uh, Cranjus make basketball request that fucking beer. So uh, shout out to you, bro, and uh, Eddie, the the homie. He uh, requested the uh, send a helping hand. Dude, are you ready? What is that? Yippee pie, motherfucker. Okay. All right. I'm Imperial down. pie kettle sour. All right. Bye. Uh, we've got New Glory Craft Brewery. Jesus Christ, 8.3. Let's see the description on this bitch. It's short and sweet. Imperial kettle sour fruited heavily with black currant cranberry and tangerine purees with vanilla and cinnamon added. Okay. <laughs> I like you lost me at uh containing. I don't even know if you said containing. <laughs> I don't even know. Man, this is crazy. I'll have to give the glass a little rinse. A little a little backwash oh, rinse. Look at that color, dude. Oh, God. Oh, my God. 
This looks like maybe we could have put it in the freezer for a little bit. Why is that? Let it get a little frothy. Oh, let's see. You know what I... Like you, the, you you can do that with sours and shit. Dude, I'm excited. Let's. Yeah. I always like taking a big whiff. If Cheers, I, if, bro. If I haven't drank it before, I'll whiff it. Whoa. Oh, tastes, my God. I don't know how I feel about this one. That's good. That's I, I mean, good, I dude. I mean, like, it's really making my palate, like... So ah. many things, like fireworks. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. That's, That's crazy. Interesting. Whoa, whoa, we whoa. Fucking amazing beer. Whoa. From the beer gods. I'm trying. I'm I'm pinpointing something. I can't figure it out. What did it say it has in it? Uh, let's see. Uh, cranberry, okay. tangerine, no. vanilla, and cinnamon. It's the cranberry that I'm just like. I get that little vanilla at the end, though. I like that. That little okay. sweet. I found it. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things going on in there. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking good, dude. That's that's great. I haven't had a beer do that to me in a really long time. Dude, this is amazing. And uh, who's the brewer again? New Glory. Never fucking heard of him. Out of Sacramento, California. Nice. Hey, Andy, the beer's from Cali. Uh, well, I always make fun of him because he, he always says, oh, I'm from Cali. Is he? He was born over there, but he was raised over here. <laughs> but so I, I guess technically they pooped him out over there. Where was this one from? Uh, California, Santa Cruz. That's the uh, send a helping hand. Let me find out this California too. Mm, yes, in Southern California. Where did, who picked those out? Like. Uh, it's just like a random selection that uh, CBK does. Okay. And um, they uh, just send you a 12 pack. Like, well, you, you can select. Uh, they sent you these? Mm-hmm. That's CB, awesome. CBK. Excuse me. It's a, it's a beer app. And it's fucking dope. I mean, there's Tavor, but CBK is where it's at, dude. And you so, find. So it's like a beer scription? Mm hmm. That's fucking cool. Yeah, man. It's not really. And the sky is the limit. This is where I got the Warhead beers. They have uh, the sour Warhead beers. They had the four pack for 20 bucks. I was like, steal. CBK. Mm -hmm. I'm going to download that right now. Speaking of Humble Sea Brewing, look at that. They were right there. They were one of the beers that we drink. They were what? This one, right? Yeah, yeah. They were the set in a helping hand. Yeah. CBK, right? Is that what you said? Yes, sir. Uh, Craft Beer Kings. Oh, okay. I'm finding, like, something else. (laughs) Finances. It's cryptocurrency. (laughs) Dude, this fucking... Oh, dude, speaking of cryptocurrencies, Uh I'm finally, like, dipping in on that, dude. Right now is a good time, because everything is really down. It went down. I've been keeping up, dude. Like, it went down, and uh, Manny... uh, You know Manny. Shout out Manny. Um... He's been uh, giving me little pointers and, like, you know, like, giving me just, like, the rundown, I guess. I mean, and uh, he told me to to get Coinbase. So, I got that now, and uh, I don't really know what to do with it yet, but. It takes a while. Like, honestly, like, getting into it, it take, it's going to take you months, dude. To, and you, you really need to do your homework. Like, yeah. you really need to do YouTube stuff because it ain't just going to happen. Yeah, like, that's what my homeboy Nate, shout out Nate, too, um. 
he actually like um he's a cool guy dude like he designed uh like the stickers for me like that logo like he designed that like the malavida shit like he's el magico is how we call him because he he's helped out for the podcast for andy his music uh they have mothership uh mothership is a sci-fi series that they made uh it's a web series but it's been entered in film festivals. They've won some awards and shit. It's pretty dope, dude. You'd probably like it. Cool. And uh, Andy does all the all the score for it. Oh shit, that's fucking dope. Yeah, man. And the first season, there's the uh, there's like no dialogue, and each episode's a minute long. And in the second one, there's more like of a story and shit, and there's dialogue. Pretty dope, man. You'd probably you'd probably dig it, man. I had like this really really big like filmic ah, filmmaker phase i went through where i thought that i was gonna be this great filmmaker <laughs> but hey it, man it's never too late and yeah I, I i would love to get touch base on that again because uh i feel like dude social like, media like makes yeah, anything it, possible dude yeah. i started uh, a fucking tiktok <laughs> somebody's like aren't you too old for tiktok i'm like aren't you too old to be judging people what the fuck like <laughs> i actually like got my girlfriend into tiktok and like now, I don't keep up with it, but she's on it all the time. Yeah, and, I mean, I'm not and, on and it a lot, but you can, you can like you get lost in that shit. You can kill like a good solid two hours on fucking TikTok. You don't even know it, dude. You don't even know it. That's the worst part. Yeah, man. <laughs> it helps with work, dude. Because like sometimes, like work, I'm telling you, like I'll have like good dead space like in between like calls, and I'll be on TikTok, and I'm just like, yeah. oh my god, like oh. I haven't gotten back on it, but. No, yeah, I remember when I first found out about it. I was like, "Wow!" And th- and back then there wasn't even that much content. Yeah. Now that shit's starting trends. Dude, like, this thing like and that that's what pulls you in. Like, yeah. It's uh what what the I guess the algorithms with it I imagine would be that there's so much content visually, but they all share the same audio content, mm-hmm. which kind of makes it like relatable to put it in different situations. And and it makes it also easier for it to go viral yeah definitely you know a big part of it and um yeah that's like probably what anybody and everybody's trying to do now it's pretty brilliant i wish i came up with that (laughs) it's a really crazy like the times we're living in now dude like it's crazy like you got only fans and shit like chicks are like i don't know what that is like chicks are like straight up like putting themselves out there like butt naked like you know like it's (laughs) <laughs> it's crazy dude you're, you're like just, you're giving women money because they can't afford any clothes that's what it is ah, show me your size again <laughs> dude shit i mean i don't even know what that is either i heard i read about it earlier i, I read today. about it in, in the, the wall street uh, I, I read about it while i was having my coffee and toast yeah yeah it came out on on the it was on CNN. Show. It was on <laughs> CNN. It's not on CNN. I don't know what the fuck. OnlyFans? Only is that like a ceiling fan company? Yeah. I don't know. No man. And then there's like, um, dude, there's just so many ways to make money just on the digital world. NFTs. I think I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. Do, do, do you familiar with those? Mm-mm. Um, I want to. I hope I'm not mispronouncing that. And NFTs. Basically, uh, you sell your art piece like the the big example right now are those uh thug life shades oh the, the little, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. nine like nine eight bit shades that slide on down. yeah well somebody somewhere made that on their computer and it became popular 
to the point where this guy can get money for it. Every time you see that little, like, those little shades come on, pop up, the money goes into this guy's pocket. What? Yeah, and that's an NS, NFT. Like, anything. Like, it, you, if, you, if you, you know, you're on Instagram or we're, we're talking to each other on our phones, we want to send a little GIF of, like, some original material, uh, you know, whoever created that gets a, a chunk of change from it. There's just so many ways to me. And that's been my goal ever since this year is I, I've been trying to figure out a way to make money without physically having to work. I mean, that's the American dream. Dude. Yeah, exactly. And like if it's out there and that that possibility is, is you know, going to happen. Uh, dude, or, this this new like, job is I, crazy. I got, I got to find it. I like, gotta, and you, you will never it's not going to just fall on your lap. I've learned like how I was telling you, you want to learn the stuff you need to do the work. Yeah. And like that's really all it is. It's kind of like guitar. Every time somebody asked me, there was a point in time where I was fairly good at guitar, I would like to say. Not on the level of you and Aaron where you guys can bust out some licks and leads. I was more of just like a, a rhythm guy. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, anytime anybody asked me, like, oh, is guitar hard to learn? It's like, no, it's not hard to learn. The hardest part about guitar is just finding the effort and the time to practice. That's it. And same thing with this stuff. You like, you need to like learn it and it's a drag but hey man it might make you some money fuck it dude yeah like, yeah man I mean an NFT that'd be cool dude like you just like be yeah, like, like, funny or just, creative just and bam be an NFT right like yeah you could do it you might need to give the guy who designed that some <laughs> little chunk Nate I'm gonna kill you <laughs> you ain't getting nothing yeah like, make me a few more though if that becomes like something that somebody wants to wear on a shirt, you know, without with with your permission, of course. And you huh, so that's how that works. Yeah. So you can just make a logo, like Anything. Nike. Not even a logo. Nike like, is like, an NFT then, because uh, it's a check mark. Basically, but like it's it's a since it was done in the olden times, it's I guess like a like it's a, trade, a brand. It's a brand. Yeah. It's a check mark. But like, so you can't. Uh, well, at least I don't know. I don't know if that would work. Like, what if like something started trending and it involved the Nike check mark? Of course, Nike would get a slice of that, right? Oh, yeah. So that's another way to put it. Like, yeah, like anything you might come up with. Like, I don't know. Can't even think of anything. Spork dandles. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Everyone starts using spork dandles. All right, cool. Give me my money. <laughs> Give me my money. Yeah, that's. No, nah, man, that's crazy, dude. This this whole world of like cryptocurrency is just like a whole other trip, bro. Like it's it's uh, crazy. If I could summarize what I learned, it's basically like a way to decentralize currencies to not have like governments involved in it. Kind of just like, like anarchy money. It basically, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's really like you know solely based on the people. Like it's. Yeah. it's that's pretty dope. You know, up until you actually like cash it in, like you if if like everybody like if you went to Pizza Hut or whatever and you could pay with Bitcoin, like I don't think the government would have anything to do with that sale. Uh, but uh-huh. like, it's but, like cutting them out of being the middleman. Yeah, like cut out the middleman. It's, it's oh, own, like, I like thing. that. Uh, you know, um, but if you can actually then sell whatever it is that you own, Bitcoin, for example. But then that's when the government comes in. It's just like, oh, you earned this much money from 
you know, selling basically like, yeah, uh, revenue, you give us 8%. But if like, let's say five out of 10 places of your favorite shopping, everywhere you spend your money now accepted Bitcoin, I don't think they can touch it. Something like that. I don't know. I know you could have bought a Tesla with Bitcoin up until recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk said, like, oh, you know, we'll accept Bitcoin for payment on a car. And so. But, like, so does that act? Because I'm telling you, like, I'm still fucking new to all this shit. So, like, cryptocurrency acts like if you're going to, like, a casa de cambio, kind of. Like, you're exchanging a certain amount of money for more type of shit. Yeah, depending on the value. And Mm. the value will go up just, like, depending on how Bro, many people want it. here's the hack to motherfucking cryptocurrency. Make a lot of American money, move to a fucking poor-ass country, and be a millionaire over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yeah. I just cracked the code. That's like, you know, that's, yeah, it's a really good way to explain it. It's like going to, like, you know, uh, Reynosa with a hundred bucks in your pocket. You're going to be able to, like, eat, buy clothes, I'm gonna go Beer. raise a family real quick. Man. <laughs> yeah, and then, get yeah. some lunches, dude. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. That's cool though, man. That's why I'm so interested in it though, because I mean, it's like there's there's a lot of pie for everybody, and I just want my little piece, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I just want my little piece. I don't even want that much. Just I'm enough. I'm not a greedy person. Like mm-hmm. I don't even like pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want a little piece. I like this pie, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was this shit called again? Yippee pie, motherfucker. That's well, what's... it's not called motherfucker. It's called yippee pie. I add the motherfucker because I'm excited. That's good though. It's fucking it's, good, it's a, dude. I just realized what the can is. Yeah, die hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. That's why I'm like yippee pie, motherfucker. John McClane. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wow, dude. I I used to play this. I, I, I need to find it. I probably wouldn't even like it as much now, but I used to play this die hard game it was die hard trilogy and had one two and three part one you're running in the building like that and your batas and shit and then part two you're driving in the car with samuel jackson what <laughs> and then part three was the one where you were like it was basically like an arcade gun oh okay at the for airport. for what for, for what playstation one. Oh shit i loved that game damn and he would go every at part one you'd run in, you're running in the the plaza or whatever it is and after every fucking level you beat he goes yippee ki <laughs> I'd be like motherfucker I don't know going back to that I don't know if you remember this there was a game I loved to play at the Westlaco movie theater it was a diehard game and it hmm. was like right when like the three dimensional stuff was coming out oh okay I think I know what you're and talking was, about you know you'd go through the it was a two player game they made up some girl character to fill in that second player yeah. thing, but it was based off the movie where you're him running around, and like there's there were sequences where you would be running down a hallway and you have to make the timing of the button just right so you can knock out the guy yeah. walking by. But if you didn't, he would hit you and you have to battle oh, it. Do you remember that? I remember that. They also had it at the Peter Piper over here yeah. in San Juan, dude. Yeah, I remember that. And the way you put the quarters in were from the top. They yeah. From the bottom. Do you remember the fucking Aerosmith one, dude? No. Wait. It was like Aerosmith like, and the guns with the guns yeah. and they shoot CDs. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I like, do remember that. That was a cool game, dude. Yeah. 
Man. Die Hard. I remember the Die Hard video games more than I remember the movies. The movies oh, were yeah. great, but like I grew up on the games, and then as I got older, I discovered the movies. Yeah. But no that, man, there. Cool. I fucking love that. Yeah, dude, that's super dope, man. Yeah, dude, like a lot of these craft beers come with super dope, like fucking. I mean, can designs, man. Like anybody can make a craft beer design. Like, I mean, if you think about it, that, like, like, like compare that to this. <laughs> still drinking it. I'm still like my palate's still like whoa, hi. Still trying to like uh-huh. divide all like the I'm, flavors. Like, what is all this shit? You know, yeah, like this. Honestly, with can design. Okay, see, like, I, I, I look at this shit, man, because I do appreciate this shit. And then the can itself is a black can? Mm-hmm. That's dope, dude. This one, I noticed that this design feels like it's actually on there, but the label back here is sticker. Yeah, most of them come like that. Like, if they look, like, if they're, like, from top to bottom, it'll be still, like, sticker style. You know what I do with these? I try my best to peel off the sticker, and I, and I make a collage of them. I have one right here on these uh, turntables, actually. If you look, it's that, a, be, that was a Java Stout, and that one looks like a fucking like a Donkey Kong Mario game, dude. It's I fucking think, cool. I think that'd be a really cool project for this room. That actually would be pretty like, cool, Like, just man. to try your best to get those labels off and I stick should. them to, to, I don't know, any surface. The door? True. It's on the back of the door. That'd you be know? badass. Or like, fucking that piece of wall right it'd, there. It'd be like keeping record of everything that's gone through these walls. Shit. Right. <laughs> Fuck! I go to the trash can outside, like fucking getting out all the cans. If you, if you saw my my uh, my water jug at home, my my water dispenser, that thing's like littered with stickers. Oh, that's pimp. And some of them are from uh, beer cans, like that. Hey, man! Well, you can add some more stickers to it. Yeah, you can add this shit right here, dog. There you go. I'll do that tonight. I do like me stickers. Easier or here? Look, I don't know if you want that one instead. I'll take both. For sure. I fucking love stickers, dude. Kind of, it, it takes it takes me back to like the graffiti stuff. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like tagging Ooh. and you, you you were uh well I don't know about you but I know there was somebody around here somebody in this room um you got to slap some shit around like you know all of that that uh, rice wheat rice I, style uh, wheat paste wheat paste there you go yeah no yeah I was in and out of it like. Um, I wanted to get into that, but I just didn't have, like, the... I was so lazy. You know, it's still a really good time to do it down here. Because when I was doing it, um, like, people don't know how to react to it. Yeah. They don't know what it is. Like, it's not traditional graffiti. And even even at that, a lot of the graffiti down here isn't too good. There's Mm -hmm. a few guys that I follow that I like. I follow Ska. You know, Ska, like, that that crew's really, really cool. I got yeah. to meet one guy, buy a shirt off of him. He was real nice. Uh, signed my fucking black book and shit. That was That's really cool. cool. Uh, but, you know, I actually was doing that one time, and I actually got pulled over by a cop. And a cop had no fucking clue what I was doing. He was, uh, um, for those who don't know, wheat, wheat pacing is basically grabbing any paper surface with a design on it, or maybe just no design, and just sticking it on a wall with uh, wallpaper glue is what it is. And, well, the cop was like, so you're the guy doing all of this. I was getting a little <laughs> bit of attention from it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had seen some, dude. Like, one of my favorite ones was the Beetle one over here uh, on, like, some concrete pole. Oh, okay. 
I remember yeah, that the one. The Beatle dude. poster. Yeah. That was just my way of getting rid of posters I didn't want. That's pretty dope, though. And, and yeah, and like, I got away with the cop because the cop, you know, again, had no clue what I was doing. And he just said, and the glue was still wet. So he just told me, like, if you can peel it off, you're free to go. And so I did. I got the fuck out of there. But I got lucky. That's, that's pretty nice, dude. And then not only that, the ones here in Alamo that I did, I, I like, did a good cover, like, like, the people who do graffiti removal don't know how to react to it. They just painted right. over it. Really? Yeah. Dude. They painted, it got, and it got to the point where I was like, really? I, and I, I used to, I would do that shit in broad daylight. Yeah. Because I, I, I knew that I could take advantage of the fact that people don't know what I'm doing. They think I'm putting up like a for sale sign or yeah. a garage sale sign. But I'm putting up artwork. <laughs> and, they, and like even at that it's not it's your pretty smart dude it's not your conventional graffiti it is graffiti like i'm and, yeah and well they painted over it and i and i had to be sure like i had to like is this really what they did because i saw them doing it as i was driving by no sure enough i go over paper's still there and i just ripped the whole thing off and that's all they had to do they no, they painted over it like all they had to do was just tear it off like a poster Dude, I remember when I was like in middle school, maybe elementary even, whenever the fuck they opened up that H-E-B, Manny and I used to have like streakers and pencils, dude, and calligraphy markers and Sharpies and like just bullshit. And we would go, you know, H-E-B, the, the, like where the pharmacy is, right? There's like these like double doors right there to the side. Like right in before Alamo? you get in line, yeah. There's like these little double doors, like this back door. Okay. Him and I tagged that shit up with like pencil streaker, <laughs> all this stuff, and like you could literally just pressure wash, dude. They painted over that shit. I was like, <laughs> really, dude? I was like, you probably could have got a water hose and got that shit off, but man, dude, it's, I was like, they painted over this stuff. Yeah. I felt a little honored because you know normally cool shit and real graffiti gets painted over, not like stuff you do on a fucking iss desk yeah, i just i really yeah i just don't think people understand it even down to the medium like what it's made out of and yeah just wash it off tear it off whatever they're just they just see graffiti and they treat every graffiti like every other graffiti you know what i mean yeah they yeah down to like stickers dude like uh, oh yeah slapping stickers that's always fun it's fun, but like you got you got a little uh, conservative person nearby. They'll they'll want to bring you down for stickers. Like and I've had it happen to me. Um, some lady tried you know tracking me down because she saw me slapping stickers around campus, and uh, yeah, like it it took somebody I was having a class with to tell me. Like they saw me walk out and they saw me like get on a light post. Like I fucking climbed it and slapped it up there, and that um somebody went chasing after me but i was i was casually just walking away and when they came back to the campus they saw the person who i have class with and like do you know who that is why are they doing like like just really trying to track me down yeah like she she played off cool was like no i don't know so i was like okay and then they told me the next day i was like really <laughs> this, this little like lady went out there trying to like you know bust me i guess you could say over a sticker that was like no bigger than I don't know. A sticker that she could have just gone and peeled yeah. off herself. Like, if it bothered her that much, I like, actually fuck. do. I peel off stickers and I slap them on something I own. Like, uh, stickers, graffiti, all that shit. I love that shit. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. For a good minute, I was doing that for 
like in middle school and then got out of it and i would just doodle a lot it was more just sketching and maybe writing on the bathroom walls and shit if anything but um after high school i actually started like going out and tagging and hitting up places and that was fun but i mean my skills were never really great like it was just like bomb throw up type shit you know like not like some of these dudes out there that dude, like do like, some crazy it's, it's, stuff dude have you uh heard of i i hope i'm saying this right i think his name is pop culture pop or like pop underscore culture pop culture oh the guy he does um murals like like stencil for murals. for those uh those raspa places right he does those maybe let me see i need to double check on i know i i know i've seen one over here in san juan where it's the the girl the army girl oh, who passed like it's yeah it's like pop c underscore culture so i guess he goes by pop culture yeah yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he does. He does some pretty tight murals. Yeah, dude, they're really clean. Yeah, I don't know how he does them. I think he uses like a projector or like some kind of stenciling, but he's the one really coming up right now in the valley. Down, like people want his stuff on their walls. You know, they're not they're not gonna spray it off because you know they're paying good money for it. Yeah, which is that's fucking awesome. If you're able to do something like that and almost changing the way people see graffiti or well like that you can't even call it graffiti that that park and far didn't they do that shit there like they they like allowed it to Mm -hmm. be expressed Mm -hmm. i mean because that's really what you're doing you're expressing yourself you know so that's yeah let me go get a let me go get another beer doll i heard that this one's gonna be fucking good dude when when does when does summer start I think it's already started. It has, right? So let's bring in summer with summer sun. Look at that fucking little design, dude. It's fucking real hippie. This is um, from Brewing Stereo Company. It is a American sour with raspberries. Four point five. This is something okay. uh, you know. Easy drinker. Easy drinker. Won't fuck you up. Won't fuck you up. Let me find out they're from Cali, too. Ooh. Cali. <laughs> oh, man. From uh, Placentia, California. That's Placentia. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Andy, are you from Placentia? <laughs> Dude. Ooh. Sugary. Sugary. Does the do the mics pick up that AC out? What, what do they call it? What is that? The who? The, the there's like this thing. That's another way to make money on the internet. Is uh, what the fuck is it called? Basically, these people make these videos of them making sounds that are satisfying to people. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And there are even just visuals of like them cutting stuff. Yeah, like. Hmm. I want to say it's a- ASMR. It's, it's, yeah, I think yeah. It's yeah, I've seen a couple of porns like that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. No, yeah. Those are the best. You put on headphones and you're like, "Allah, where are Like, what the fuck? Am I in between the boobies? Yes, I am. No, I've never seen that. Hmm. You're missing out, guy. <laughs> nah. nah. Let's see. Yeah, no. 
grandma's saying, oh, I was crying for you. I'm like, well, be a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, I mean. What, are we, what is this one again? This is... Um, summer. Summer Sun, dude. American Sour Ale with raspberries. Oh. Fucking, oh. dude. Let me finish. I had to let the head go down. Cheers. Cheers, bro. Beautiful fucking color. Ooh. That's right. fucking delicious. Fantastic. Damn. American Sour L with raspberry. Man, 4.5, dude. R- real good. Like, I'm just... I, I dig that shit. It's fucking yummy. Cool, man. That's badass. Oh, man. Keep cold, drink, refresh, repeat. Drink fresh, repeat. Man. I don't know, man. This is... Mm. Fuck. That's too good, dude. These last two were pretty crazy. I think so far my my favorite has been the Die Hard one. I don't know if it's the whole the name, the visuals, the fact that it made my palate like explode. Yeah, this one is kind of like it's more subtle. Like that one's like if that one had uh, maybe like a diet version. It's like like the pre cum version. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Okay. The pre cum version. Yeah. If you were trying to give your palate an orgasm, this is the pre cum. Hippie is the, the climax. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a mouthgasm. It's a mouthgasm. <laughs> Damn. Man, so... <clears throat> excuse me, fuck. So, you say you haven't played guitar in a while? Yeah, like, probably more than two years. Damn. Yeah, I know. And it's bad. Like, and how many guitars do you have, though? I used to have a lot more, but up until recently, I have, I have my my SG, my my Gibson SG. I have an Epiphoneless SG. Um, the black one. Yeah, I remember that. One. I have, I have a, a a white Fender, and I have a black Squire, and then my acoustic. So in total, I think five guitars, and I do own a bass, a bass guitar, because I was playing bass for a while for Danny actually and a little thrash band that Aaron put together called the uh, what the fuck was it called Third Strike ah that sounds kind of familiar I think yeah. I've probably heard that a few shows yeah it was interesting <laughs> Third Strike it was kind of like low key renditions of their old band from high school called uh, what was it called it was a pretty badass name This Current Obsession Oh yeah, I remember that. I, I remember always, that. Yeah, I always thought that was such a cool name. This current obsession. This current obsession, dude. Yeah. There were some pretty, pretty dope like band names back in the day. Like discard the dead. That was pretty dope too, man. And that was Danny also. Danny, like now it's determined to defeat. Now it just became like just straight up DTD. Like, do you remember Bastard Sons of Apocalypse? And <laughs> no, no BSA. No. Uh, rest in peace, Eric Fly. He played bass for that band. Okay, played bass for like. All the bands, really, like, what band yeah. didn't he play with, right? But, um, no, dude. And then there was Filthy Fuckers, dude. Remember? They were from Alamo, man. Fucking punk rock straight out of Alamo, dude. 
dope fucking band, man. That that's what made me want to start Blunt was a local punk band because I already was into the punk. I was just like, where's the scene here? You know what I'm saying? And like when when I discovered them and I discovered the scene, dude, I was like, like this is home, dude. Like you know, forty ounces and like. You know, old, old English, old English. Ooh. Can't get more punk rock than that, man. That was man. I got the tattoo still, man. It's for life. <laughs> I need to add the blunt name to it, but mm. yeah, man. That was a that was a good time. Good time to be alive, man. That was a interesting time because there was no like like there was no phones. You know, like people were like just living in the moment. Like they weren't recording it or going live. They weren't, yeah, you know. We're millennials. We're the last of that um, that generation, that generation right? to experience that. We're, we're right in the cusp to experience both. I would use um fucking like paint the basic paint program to make flyers and stuff, dude. Like yeah, it was horrible. It's, Even I, like I, I I still use that that software. Like um, it's comfortable. It's yeah. It's very like <laughs> it's like riding a bike. Like you're confident when you get in there. Like I know exactly what I'm gonna do. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah, dude. Man, so I guess I guess we'll wrap up this episode, man. And um, I want to thank you again, dude, for coming in and, and chilling and just shooting the shit, dude. And I mean, we, I think we got to taste some pretty dope beers, dude, like mm-hmm. breweries that I've never heard or even had, you know, Same. like. So uh, uh, we're going to end this episode with Binge. Yep. That is our uh, beat of the week. Beat of the week, bitch. Uh, I say that because Andy's always like, it's song of the week. But I'm like, no. Because originally so, it was beat of the week. You know, that was the whole original uh, concept. But I was just going to try to bop, bop of the day. <laughs> it's the, oh, like we were on this uh, Chew and New podcast. And like the guy's like, oh, so when I heard y'all say beat of the week, he was like, I thought you meant beat of the week. I was like, oh, oh shit. No. I was like, nah, dude. Like, we don't announce those. Uh, those happen quite too often to announce it. But, uh, yeah, man, so Beat of the Week, uh, we got a Death for Lent, man, binge. Is this on the first or second? This is on the second. Nice. It's got a cover of uh, Party Party Jesus, Party Christ. Nice. The God of all partying. Hey. <laughs> Wants to party all the time or what? Uh, yeah. Nah, dude. You know, his blood is wine, bro. <laughs> and uh, so this album, where, where, can, where can we find it? Where can we hear it, dude? Bandcamp. Bandcamp, hell yeah. Bandcamp's where it's at. You know, it's we. It's maybe you know we'll buy the rights and put it on um, you know some other stuff. Yeah. As of right now, it's on Bandcamp. On Bandcamp, cool. And uh, how how like just search it like Death for Lent. Like put Death for Lent Bandcamp. Bandcamp, okay. And and uh, like on Facebook too. Y'all have a Facebook page. If there's a Facebook page, I'm sure it's Lugs who runs it. Okay, okay. But we do have an Instagram. Where we both run that one. Cool. We and then yeah. YouTube. Y'all have like we videos have, on YouTube, yeah. like audio from your there's your some, recordings yeah, and we have, performances. There's some footage, like you know, we grew up with the Who Then Now videos from Corn. Oh you know, yeah, videos, yeah, yeah. So we did a lot of that stuff too. So you'll. There's I got to see some of those, dude. Those were those are always fun to watch, and I always just sit yeah, there like, like I wish I was there. <laughs> yeah, you know, you kind of just like have. But dude, I live alone, so I watch them, and I'm there. Like yeah, I'm there right now, dude. Like yeah. No nah, man, that, that's fucking dope, dude. Like I, I love to see that that fucking shit y'all do, man. Like Aaron, it's a Aaron good Aaron bond edit, to watch. He edits all those. He puts all those together. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering who did that. Yeah, that that's that's all his product. All Slugs Bunny. Yeah, Sluggy Bear. Sluggy Bear. 
that's too funny dude well shit man again thanks for coming out dude uh shout out andy uh your baby's probably born right now probably not i don't know but um we'll uh see you guys next week y'all have a great week um we are monday technically for this episode when it drops so y'all enjoy the rest of your week make sure to check out death for lent uh give them a fucking like a follow you know make sure to rock out to that shit man and uh this is binge and uh thanks again man cheers bro Sign is where the story begins